Bush and Richie here with uh, another podcast of the show for you. Thank you, as ever, for downloading it and getting involved. What a show this is for you. You need to listen to this show for one main reason, that Richie Firth is about to reveal something that he and his wife do in their home before they go to bed that I guarantee will knock your socks off. <laughs> and the fact that uh, we talked about it on the show, it was divided public opinion, didn't it? It was literally a 50-50 split. All from the fact that she doesn't charge it enough and it obviously dies. I guess you're going to have to listen now. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. I don't want to sell us short, but I think we might have peaked at ten past four. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. But you're quite right. The start of something is really yeah, important for how is. the rest of something goes. Big time. So imagine how your weekend is if your football team lose on a Friday night before the weekend has even started. Oh, dear. Joe, I was hoping not to even talk about football today, but it's still too soon, isn't it? <laughs> too soon, Richie. Do you know what? I think I've worked through it and I've I've got to the anger stage now, which is why I want to bring to your attention a story that I've found. So obviously a little bit of the background here. I'm an Arsenal fan. Mm-hmm. Friday night, BBC One, FA Cup weekend, prime time, eight o'clock. We're going to decide to lose to Manchester United at home. Isn't it bad? Because it's on telly, like normal telly, so everyone gets to see it. Everyone don't sees they? it, yeah. It's worse than, because obviously fans will go and watch it um, if it's like on Sky or yeah. BT or whatever. But when you're on normal telly. Those who might normally watch EastEnders at 8 o'clock on a Friday, they might get sucked in. Yeah, and they're watching your team thinking, God, they're terrible. Eight Imagine million, getting involved in that. 8 million people watched it. It's the most viewed football match of the last 12 months. Is it really? There you go. Wow, that's embarrassing. So, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, quite. It yeah, really is. Yeah. But the thing is, it started at the beginning of the weekend. Then you see all the other FA Cup excitement mm. over the weekend and you're kind of thinking as a as an Arsenal fan oh, well, that's that's all gone now ruin the weekend and it can't be much better for you yeah well we were just as bad we went out of the FA Cup against Millwall with this farcical I'm an Everton fan by the way I feel like I'm an, an AA meeting <laughs> hi I'm Andy I'm an Everton fan hi Andy uh, yeah, we went out with this ridiculous thing. We just kept giving goals away. There was a weird VAR. We didn't have VAR. No, I know. This weird, like, you know VAR, right? I just thought everyone's got VAR. It's the little cameras which tell the referee and help the referee out with the decisions. Surely if you're going to have it, you have to have it at all the games. But no, they have it at some of the games. So here's the thing. I'm still annoyed. Here's the crux annoyed. of the matter. At the risk of turning this into some kind of football phone-in, that's not what we're doing here. People moaning on the radio about football. I've discovered that in America, the New Orleans Saints fans, American football, are suing the NFL over a decision in their title game against the LA Rams. Oh, yes, I watched I that mean, game. Imagine the concept of being able to sue your football team for a loss of enjoyment. I mean, I could I could sue Arsenal for the weekend that I've just lost, the mood that it's put me in for the whole weekend. Yeah, I, I would sue Everton for loss of time talking to family members because <laughs> me and my dad don't talk to each other when Everton have been terrible as well. But we could expand it. It doesn't have to just be football. You know, sue something that, that's disappointed you. Anything. The tumble dryer. I thought I'd put it on last night. I hadn't quite uh, w- quite worked out the timing function. Clothes had just sat damp overnight in a tumble dryer. All right. I'll sue that. Sue it, let you down. All right, then. Uh, I've been buying clothes online because I hate going into clothes shops. I can't get my jeans size right. I've had to have my, all my jeans taken up. How humiliating. Really humiliating. The distress that's caused you. Six quid a time, Richie. Yeah. <laughs> Six quid a leg. <laughs> sue something that's let you down. 8, 12, 15. Get it off your chest, it'll help. Absolute 
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, sorry, Richie, you can't sue your tumble dryer manufacturer because you couldn't read the instructions and work out how to use a timer correctly. Uh, Emma in Glasgow, looks like uh, that case isn't even being opened then. She's not even though. She's not, that's like the, you know, when you watch those police fly on the wall uh, police programs and the CPS say they're not going to prosecute you. It's what's going on, isn't <laughs> they're it? They're like, yeah. damn, they're not going to prosecute. I can't believe <laughs> it. had a case there. But look, genuinely, uh, because of footballing and sporting pain over the weekends, why not sue something in your life that's disappointed you? It could be an inanimate object. It could just be a thing. Like, for example, and this is quite a middle-class problem, uh, we've got like a bar... I bought one of those Australian-style barbecues that you get lured into it in the summer. What, the fire pit kind of thing? No, you know one of those ones that's like a gas... Um, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of yeah. those gas barbecues. Yes. Uh, in the one month in, in Britain when the weather's all right, you think, yeah, we could have a barbecue outside, we can cook all our meals on it. Yeah. And then it just gets destroyed with rain and sleep <laughs> for, for the remaining 11 months. And I've had to buy this kind of cover that goes over the top of it. And every time it gets a bit windy, like it did last night, this this cover, this tarpaulin, flies off and smacks into next door's <laughs> back garden or whatever. It's done it again. So I, I would sue the people who make the cover of that, or even the barbecue. Actually, that's the thing. I'm going to sue the people who make the barbecue, this Australian barbecue, for giving people in the United Kingdom false hope that you can have a barbecue shrimp-style lifestyle. Because it doesn't work. <laughs> in this country. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. But right now, offering you some help in issuing some kind of legal procedure about something that has given you disappointment in your life this weekend. This is after uh, we've seen that uh, in the States group of supporters have started uh, suing the NFL to try and get a game to overturn for yeah. uh, disappointment and uh, considering Bush and I both had our football teams knocked out of the FA Cup at the weekend we're up for this. But it's good, I like the idea of being able to sue someone that you wouldn't normally sue, like imagine suing, exactly. your, suing your cat because you never get any love back from them. Perfect doesn't have to be a sports team doesn't it's it? the chance to start that legal proceeding about something that you wouldn't normally be able to sue in normal life. Uh, Demo says on Twitter, so Bush ordered the wrong length trousers and rather than send them back to exchange them for the right length he paid to have them taken up. More money than cents. <laughs> no, 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 it's not as simple as that. I, I still don't know what my I can never get the right size jeans for me. I must be a weird shape. I always end up having to have my jeans taken up. So I want to sue the online clothing manufacturers for lulling me into, because I can't be bothered to go and try them on in the shop. I hate okay. it. So I'm having to spend loads of money getting them taken up. They might come back and say sue yourself for not having a figure that suits their clothes. Look, if they want to come back with some form of out-of-court settlement, Richie, I'm more than happy to have the conversation. Uh, we could be onto a case with Mark in Essex here. He says, I'd like to sue the bin men for waking oh. me up at the crack of sparrows every Monday morning and the bell ringers who practice every Monday evening in the village. Thinking about it, perhaps I should just sue Mondays. Well, do you want? Know I'd be willing to get together if you want to launch <laughs> some form of civil action against Mondays. Ruins it for everyone. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. It's the no repeat guarantee on Absolute Radio's Home Time with Bush and Ritchie. Nine to five, nothing repeated while you listen to work. And now we're promising to put more music into it as well. Uh, new from the vaccines. All my friends are falling in love. It's Bush and Ritchie. Monday night. So, do you know what, right? Something weird has happened to me and I genuinely need help finding the truth because I do believe the truth is out there. And this is honestly true. And I know some people are going to take the mic, but just hear me out. That's all I'm going to say. I just need your impartial take on this. Scientific take in many ways. 
So, as of the weekend, one of my shoes has mysteriously changed colour. Okay. I have a pair, my favourite pair of, like, brown suede shoes, okay? Right. I've had them for about eight months or whatever, and I wear them all the time. But as of the weekend, I went to put them on uh, last night, and my other half, Katie, said to me, are you wearing two different shoes? And I was like, no, no, th- th- these are my normal shoes. Mm. And it was only when I stepped down into the light in the hallway, I realised one of the shoes had got a hell of a lot darker than the other shoe. How strange. Now, is this an example of paranormal activity or some kind of sign? Because it ain't weird, it ain't usual, and I, I'm struggling to come up with any form of an explanation for this. What do you reckon? Because the, <laughs> it's pretty weird. If you follow us on Twitter, at Absolute Radio... I've just tweeted a photo of it, and I'm sure you'll see, by even looking at it yourself, you'll think to yourself, Bush, that might just be something that is out of the ordinary. As somebody who's now looking at the picture on Twitter... What do you reckon? ...and coming as, uh, you know, a bystander to this, I can tell the audience, they are starkly different colours. Aren't they? You think they were two different shoes? And as you look at the rest of the picture, it's not as if anything has been altered around it. The floor underneath is the same colour around all shoes, but one shoe is... A very different colour than the other. You see the lighter one, right? Mm. Is that left or right as you're looking at it? Uh, it's your left. My left. Right, that is the normal shoe colour. That's what they've been. Up hang, until... on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What do you mean? They've normally been the lighter colour, and then suddenly they've gone darker. So the, whatever the other one is, that's the darker one. That is the rogue shoe. The da- so the darker one is the rogue shoe? Yeah. I wouldn't have said they were brown shoes then. What do you mean? <laughs> what colour are you saying the shoes should be? They're, they're like beigey brown. Well, what, what colour do you reckon they are? <laughs> I'm now getting... This is really weird. Once it gets in your head, Richie, <laughs> you, you honestly can't sleep. You can't sleep. Help. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. So I've looked at the uh, the picture again. It's it's the darker shoe is the quality colour. Yeah. Obviously, one of them's gone lighter in this strange thing here. And, I've, you know, it's really weird. They've both been together. The shoes have been together the whole time. Why would one change colour like that? Do you think it's actually something to do with you? Have you got gout or something like that? <laughs> why, why Why? would that be a thing? Why would me? Why would I have an effect on the colour of my shoes? You've changed your diet in the new year, haven't you? I, I have. You have, yeah. So maybe some kind of chemical imbalance of, of one foot has, has changed yeah. the, the suedeness. I don't know. It's just something you need to consider. So you think I might have some form of a medieval illness? Tudor <laughs> illness you? like gout. Yeah. Heather says sometimes salt used to grit the road can discolour shoes. Are they a suede type shoe? Yes, they are, but... That why, is a good theory. Why not both shoes, though? Why one shoe? Uh, if you'd trodden in a puddle with one foot rather than jumping it with two feet like a toddler or something or other. Good point. Excellent demonstration, Richie. Thank you. Coombsy says, looks like someone spilt quink on the floorboard. <laughs> Sadly, it's your, why is it whenever you put a photo up? <laughs> People always pick out stuff in the background. There is a nasty little mark on there your is. floorboards. A bit of ink on the... Yeah. On, so sue me. Like, go back to the start of the show. So sue me. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Jake Bug closes Monday's No Repeat Guarantee on Absolute Radio. Dave Berry will fire it off again tomorrow at nine. It's Home Time with Bush and Richie. The Absolute Radio 90s on the way. Uh, so, listen, thanks for your advice about the fact that one of my shoes has mysteriously changed colour. Evidence of paranormal activity, I think. <laughs> uh, some final tweets in about this. Gavin says, Bush, have you been clubbing? It looks like you spilt snake bite on it. Look, one of the, they're not purple shoes. Getting a lot of comments that they're purple. They're not. They're brown suede shoes. It's a real change of colour, though. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. And then, I love this. Joanne says, my husband is a cobbler. 
He says if you post them up to him, he'll try and fix them at the fraction of the cost it would be in London. If you're interested, drop me a direct message. There you go. Imagine posting your own shoes to have colour correction put on them. Watch this space, folks. Watch this space. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So what do you reckon about this, right? Friday night on the way back from here, girl on the train took about three or four calls in the quiet carriage. Actually, if you get on the quiet carriage, 99% certainly get people on there that are really annoying. It's almost yeah. the direct opposite. Anyway, she took three or four calls. Her ringtone for her phone, Baby Shark. <laughs> I mean, let's be frank. Any, any ringtone in a quiet carriage is annoying, but, but that one... Oh. Specifically, is horrendous. One of the worst songs. I went. We were going to. Th- we think. Oh, should we try and play it? No, we don't no, need to do that. No one needs that. But I sat there getting annoyed about it. I was thinking, surely that's a violation of the standards of the British Transport Social Police. But I don't know where we stand on ringtones. And they got me thinking about where are all of our rules? Where have we written this stuff down? Do it's you know interesting. I mean? I mean, you say you've got an issue for the British Transport Social Police. I think the issue the British Transport Social Police, our little unit, have is that we don't have any rules. We've just got standards. We've got, it's got too big. It's got out yeah. of control. Uh, if you're a little bit late to the party on this, Richie and I have created a task force. We did this on day one of setting up this new home time show. Mm. A uniform task force that goes around uh, British public transport cracking down on annoying antisocial behaviour. Like I said before, a knockabout fun Taliban. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> But where, where we need to have all these rules in one place, so we're going to uh, enlist your help this week and try and write the actual constitution of the BTSP. So we're looking at issues like eating of food, noisy phones, yes. watching tablets with the volume up, space around you, reading of large papers, seats and reserving, that kind of thing. Those are the things we are looking at. Exactly. So if you get in touch with us and say, uh, Bush and Ritchie, where do the British Transport Police stand on, say, someone putting their feet up on the chair opposite mm. we can go to subsection 15 yeah. about seating and we'll have a direct answer for you now as an incentive and uh, you shouldn't yeah. need an incentive for this we have badges you can become an officer look at these we've had these badges made they are fantastic uh, they say absolute radio british transport social police with a little symbol of someone sneezing with a line through it saying stop it <laughs> We're going to be dishing out badges this week for the best (laughs) rules and regulations. So, look, get in touch with us now if something that you think should be made a violation. Uh, And if it gets, you know, if it's good, it'll go into the Constitution for everyone else to see. The decades to come. 8, 12, 15, get involved now. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. You're listening to Absolute Radio. So who are the British Transport Social Police? Well, they're in effect a unit started by uh, Bush and myself to help you guys on your commute home. The British Transport Police, they've got the proper jobs to do. We're looking after the other stuff, like people that are listening to their phones too loudly, that kind of stuff. And we need rules and we have badges to hand out to you as officers if you can help us come up with the Constitution. Get a violation that ends up in print on our physical Constitution. You will win yourself one of these gorgeous badges, which means, this is the thing, the task force is spreading. A bit like that movie Police Academy, you'll actually have the powers to arrest people <laughs> if you wear this badge. Uh, Texas 8, 12, 15, Mark Bentley and Zoen has done that. I think this could end up going in Bush and Ritchie. Obviously, passions run high. I'm having to change some of the language here. What about these selfish 
individuals yeah. who think they own both seats in Russia and think it's perfectly fine to use the other one for their bags. They need to go. That's a wind-up. That could go in the Constitution. Chris Cunningham says, strangers trying to talk to you. Yeah, we'll put that into, like, conversations with people you don't know, maybe subsection 15. <laughs> uh, Ian says, there should be a rule to ban people from putting bags by their feet. It's fine for them, but it leaves the person sitting opposite no room for their feet. It really grinds my gears. Angela says, people eating on the train with their gobs open. It's disgusting. They spit all over the next person when they try and talk. I think that's just a society problem. It's not necessarily just transport, Angela. 8.12.15, and ironically, we've got the police next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, putting you first. With award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Uh, this is a physical constitution that everyone will be able to reference for the future, uh, put into different categories, such as luggage or eating. So we know where we are when we're cracking down on ill behaviour on trains and buses, etc. Uh, the best ones are going to receive one of these amazing new home time show British Transport Police uh, badges. Sorry, British Transport Social Police badges, <laughs> which means you'll be part of the task force. So get involved now, 8, 12, 15. Uh, Daniel pointing out that it shouldn't just be uh, trains and buses. There are planes as well, obviously. Yeah. You know, if you're, you're a real high flyer, uh, he's saying take in further afield. People who get on planes who are sitting at the back, yet they put their bags in the overhead bins at the front. That is very inconsiderate. That is a wind-up, isn't it? There are probably more everyday problems we do need to sort, Daniel, I would say. But yes, that is a problem. I, I would say Section 5, for example, could be aeroplanes, and in yeah. that, an umbrella term for other stuff. So Daniel gets a badge. So. Daniel gets a badge, well done. Maybe those people as well who are quite happy to sit there until the entire plane empties before they get out. You know, like parents do. We'll wait until the rush is gone. Well, sometimes you just want to get up. That's rule 4.5. Uh, let's go to the phones and say hi to Ian. Ian, what winds you up? What do you reckon should be made a violation? Oh, pretty much anything to do with nails. Fingernails, toenails. That's, well, hopefully not that many times that we have toenails going on, but fingernails. You can often hear the little clip, 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 or... The smell of the nail polish, oh. or the nail polish remover. Ian, tell the, me you've not seen someone you've not seen someone cut their toenails on public transport. And I've been travelling for many years. I'm not going to say I haven't seen it, but I think I put, if I have done, I put it out of my head. Oh, that is disgusting. That is disgusting. Isn't I it? think I can get behind the banning of the clipping. I don't have such a problem with the polishing. Yeah, I quite like the smell of nail varnish and yeah. stuff like that. Well. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what about this, Ian? We can have an entire section uh, dedicated to feet. Yes. A feet section. Well, yeah, feet. Feet will go near anywhere. Yeah, on the seats, sort of. Well, Le- Leanne says, for example, using a pumice stone to file your feet on a rush hour train, which she's clearly seen. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Thankfully, uh, you at home or in your car, you can't smell things through the speaker, which is a good thing. I, I would want to apologise to you today if my breath smells a little bit. Oh, really? I'm I aware there's noticed, a possibility. Well, that's, that's good. I'm yeah. aware there's a possibility. Uh, I had to finish doing my teeth this morning uh, with a uh, good old-fashioned manual toothbrush. Oh, right. The indignity, Richie. I know. You I have know. to go old school. Old school. The electric toothbrush uh, died uh, halfway through doing my teeth oh no uh, it'll be fine again after a good old charge but here's the problem we have at home it only appears to be me that charges the electric toothbrush uh, my wife is absolutely awful at it 
Well, okay. Well, she doesn't uh, charge her one, and you always end up like having to borrow hers. Or no, 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 no. We we have the obviously have the one electric toothbrush, and we have the the two heads have like a a head each. So after she's finished doing her teeth, she never puts it back on the charger. So when I put my head on, it's always dead. Sorry, let me get this right. So you've but you've got a, a handset each that you charge. You end up borrowing hers or. No, the house has one electric toothbrush. Yeah, you have one electric toothbrush for the house for you between the pair of you. Yes, that is quite that's that's quite weird. We've, no, we've, it's not. We've got an electric toothbrush each, and then we replace the heads when our individual heads run out. But we'd never, I'd never considered like putting why my do you, one why on. Why do you think you have interchangeable heads? Because they it's run so out. You can, no, no, it's not at all. We've we've even got sort of like a stand that we can hang our interchangeable heads on. No, that's not for that. It is good. What do you mean it's not for that? The stand that you get is so you've got your spares when your current one runs out. It's not as like a communal thing where you pick up your colour and no, stick it on the spare, top. You go and get new ones from the chemist when your current run runs so out. Let's just so that all of us listening right now are completely clear with the situation in your household. Uh, you and Natalie take turns charging this one communal toothbrush. I wish. I charge it. She doesn't. Right. And then when it's your turn to clean your teeth, you'll take the head off it that's, say, hers. Yes. Put your head thing on it. Correct. Clean your teeth. And then whilst it's maybe still wet and covered in toothpaste, she'll then take your head bit off and put her one on to clean her teeth. No, obviously rinse it and then put the head on. That is honest. That's one of the weirdest things. That is one of the weirdest things (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. What's the alternative? Having two electric toothbrushes in one household. Yes. People like that are contributing to the ozone layer. Um, I'm going to have to put this to the the judge and jury here, the audience, because you don't even think that's slightly... Not not at all. A glimmer of it being weird. Not at all. By by sharing this story, I thought people would sympathise with me, saying, oh, yeah, my other half doesn't uh, charge it either. I never thought I would be in some kind of minority of having just one toothbrush between two. I'm searching my pockets for money because I want to try and put a bet on this because I don't think you'll have even one other person in the United Kingdom who does the same thing. I've got some shrapnel. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. All right, five quid says no one else does it. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with Home Time on a Monday night, and uh, this is a part of the show that I'm going to call Two Firths, One Brush. (laughs) Andy Smith has tweeted to say, this is the oddest thing I've heard today. Please explain to everyone what happens in your household between you and your your wife, Natalie. We have one electric toothbrush, we have two heads, so we'll change the heads on the toothbrush. thing is, she never charges it, it keeps on going dead when I'm doing my teeth. Honestly, I cannot believe you actually do that. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. I wouldn't think of doing that in a million years. That's why they provide a couple of heads so you can change around. No, it's not. It's for when they run out. That's for <laughs> and and the coloured bits at the bottom are so that if you've got the same make of electric toothbrush in your house with someone else, you know whose brush is who. What's irritating is my wife agrees with you. Oh, good. Well, this is it. <laughs> Maybe she's been running down the battery just to finally break away <laughs> to get the hell out of there. Uh, let's go to the phones and say hi to Andy. Andy, what do you want to say on this? Hi, yeah. Um, I do exactly the same as what Richie. <sighs> we have uh, we have one uh, one toothbrush and then three heads between me, my wife, and my daughter. That's even better. That is grim. You Andy, bet man. the you bet the contents of your pocket on this. I haven't forgotten that, oh. even if it is yeah, about ten yeah. minutes ago. That's why we always choose which colour we want every time we renew the bushes. Does it not get really, like, grubby and worn down, Andy? No, we just, uh, as I say, we just say, just rinse it off oh, and just, reuse it. Just rinse it off. How bleak. Is thank, five quid for you. Thank you, you very much. Lovely. There you go. Hang on. 
That's Turkish. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. It looks so like a £2 coin. So that's three quid. Yeah. Brilliant. Use that when you go abroad. <laughs> OK. James, what do you reckon on this? Tell us this is weird, mate. Come on, back me up here. No, I'm with Richie on this one, mate. Oh. I'm <laughs> What's the situation in your house, then? What do you do? Yeah, me and the missus have got one toothbrush, um, two heads, different colours, so we know who's is whose. Okay, and you um, don't think that's unhygienic on. in any way, shape or form? You're fine with that? You think it's normal behaviour? Yeah, well, how's it any different to having um, to you having your own toothbrush and just using it constantly? Because you're, ah, like, grabbing right. the top of it and taking it off and then putting your one on the top. And where do they sit in the meantime when you're not using it? When, when well, you're not using a, your head? We've got a, we've got a stand. Yeah, we've got a stand. In. I believe yeah. that is case closed. That's the smoking gun. That is not case closed. I think we've actually lifted the lid on a very, very dark secret uh, that happens in households here in the United Kingdom. What to do with my three pounds and <laughs> strange Turkish? <laughs> Please tell me this is absolute madness. Eight twelve fifteen. Putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Linnell says, Richie, this is not normal at all. What happens when one person's away for a night without the other? Does someone have to buy a manual toothbrush? (laughs) (laughs) Right, um, maybe I I will answer the question. Yeah. But maybe a point of explanation. If you've just literally got in the car to start your journey home, uh, we do try to deal with the big issues on the show. We've been somewhat sidetracked by uh, the electric toothbrush that my wife and I share. Didn't think it was going to take up this much of the show. Share. (laughs) We don't share the heads. We have interchangeable heads. We have the one toothbrush. It so happens she doesn't charge it enough and it dies a lot. That's my beef with it. Um, I I thought I'd heard everything. Genuinely, I thought I'd heard everything. (laughs) This has blown my mind this evening. It really has. I can't believe people do it. Was it Janelle who asked that question? Yeah. Uh, I have to buy a manual toothbrush if I go away. But that's the point then. It doesn't work does it because <laughs> you share the same toothbrush <laughs> oh uh, Loz who's nearly home in Bristol says we have two brush handles one the kids share and one that we share that's obviously why there are different coloured bands bush look to be clear most people are siding with me on this including uh, Evans here saying sorry Andy but I share my toothbrush with my wife <laughs> it shows intimacy between oh. me and my wife you should try it oh no that is just ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> give me a break well listen let's, let's try and get the angle of, of an expert on this. Okay. We've got Dan on the line. All right. uh, Dan, what do you do? I'm a dentist. Oh, oh Dan. we've got a dentist. So, Richie, you, how are you feeling ahead of this particular phone call? Uh, looking forward to the vindication, really. Dan, what's your take on this? Well, um, I would advise my patients definitely not to uh, use the same brush and swap the head over. Because it's pretty rank, really. <laughs> pretty <laughs> rank. That's from an actual <laughs> dentist. Dan, I mean, my, have, my... A look, have a look at where the uh, head joins the brush. I, I will do so tonight. Well, what, what's there, Dan? Tell everybody what's there so well, Rich can know. Bugs and Clark and general muckiness, so I wouldn't recommend it. Dan, I, I, I'm, I'm really surprised. It, it was a dentist that told me to get an electric toothbrush, but I guess... Well, they're just trying to sell you one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this goes against everything I'm expecting to hear here. Well, you just need to put your hand in your pocket and... <laughs> Getting owned by a dentist big time. Love it, Dan. Thanks so much. Uh, you can have your, uh, have your shrapnel back. There you go. I'll have, you have your back. Turkish coin as well. There Thank you, you very much. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Win with Green Book on Absolute Radio. 
Home time with Bush and Ritchie every day this week. You could be winning £1,000, all thanks to the new film Green Book. Uh, it's out in cinemas this Wednesday, all about the true story of a musician and his driver in 1960s America. So, as mentioned earlier, the film follows the relationship between these two fascinating characters. Every day this week, myself and Ritchie are teaming up to undertake a number of challenges against those scamps on breakfast, Dave Berry and Matt Dyson. To win the money, all you have to do is guess which team will win. Earlier today, uh, we all piled into a studio and went head to head in a challenge number one uh, the premise was simple Dyson and Richie were handed separate envelopes with a list of well-known duos listed inside uh, without using their actual names they had to describe them to Dave Barry and myself think articulate but on the radio whichever team gets more right in 30 seconds will win the challenge right before we find out what happened let's meet our two callers who are playing for the cash by backing breakfast or home time Paul on line one who are you backing Paul I'm backing you guys. Thank you very much. Home time. Proud of you. We'll do our best. Uh, Lisa on line two. I take it you're packing breakfast. Oh, I am, definitely. Oh, 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 oh. It's not too late to change your mind, <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> well, it is, actually. <laughs> actually, it's too late. Well, Mr Dyson is very competitive. He's got this. Oh, is he now? All right, well, let's find out, shall we? Yeah. This is what happens. Right, Matt, you've got the envelope in your hand. Yes. Let's pop it open and do this. Yes, let's beat these balaclava-wearing loons. Right. <laughs> OK, Matt, our time starts now. Geordie TV presenting duo. Uh, Anton Deck. Um, comedy, old American comedians. There's a recent film about their lives. Uh, uh, oh, um, Ollie, Stan, Ollie and... Yes. Uh, yes. What were they known as? Um, they were known... Why can't I think of their name? <laughs> I don't know. Say, say them to me. <laughs> Sounds like Pardon. Laurel Hardy! <laughs> oh, Stan uh, and... I'm Juan I need TV for my bunghole. <laughs> the Simpsons? No, they used to watch videos on MTV. Oh, Beavis and Butthead. Yes, um, a comedy duo from the 80s. Uh, one Pale was... and Pace. No, keep going, though. Cannon and Ball. No, the other one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How many duos do we get in our 30 seconds, Matt? Four. It's eight people in total, so does that, I mean, does that help? Eight individuals in the famous duos round. Very good. OK, for the score to beat. We can do this, Richie. Uh, particularly with my descriptive skills. Yes, and also, uh, that's a shot across our bow from Dyson about balaclava, isn't it? I clocked that. I clocked that as well. They're just jealous. Come on, that is going to spur us on. <laughs> 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. OK, all right, we can do this. Time starts now. Uh, comedians that uh, Ant and Deck would aspire to be, they're both dead. Uh, one's <laughs> like a... One's a town... Malcolm the, and Wise. Yes. Uh, cat and Mouse cartoon. Tom and Jerry. Yes. Uh, Del Boy and Rodney were like this at one point, skipping off into the sunset, but they're not. Um, ah! Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. <laughs> no! Um, hangs upside down in caves. Batman and Robin. Yes. Yes. Um... Ooh, that's a really bad impression. Stop that. Um, <laughs> oh, times. Oh, my God. Please tell me what that last one was. Ooh. Reeves and Mortimer. <laughs> Vic and Bob would be so proud. I've got a headache. I've got a headache. How many did we get? Three. Oh, no. That was so bad. Well, there you have it. What an amazing impression from Richie. Uh, team Breakfast are victorious, which yeah. means Lisa, congratulations, you've won £1,000. There you go. She's a live wire. And, <laughs> and Paul, uh, Paul's gone. But listen, Paul, thanks for your support. We appreciate that. I'm going to work on my reason more tonight. You need to, mate. <laughs> Tomorrow's challenge is happening during the Breakfast Show Live from 6, where there'll be another chance to win that £1,000. It's all thanks to Green Book, the brilliant Oscar and BAFTA-nominated film, which is out in cinemas on Wednesday. Ooh. Absolute Radio. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Do you know what? This is going to take me a while just to go back to the toothbrush thing, the, the fact that you and Natalie, your wife, share a toothbrush, share an electric toothbrush. I'm going to need to go back home to Essex and sit and really think about this. Is that because of the fact that the lion's share of people getting in touch agreed with me? Well, I do believe, you, despite that being the case, the expert, the dentist, agreed with me. I saw another communique come through from another dentist besmirching the dentist that was on air, saying that he was probably an Oral-B spokesperson. The weird thing is, the dentist you're talking about seemed to have the last three numbers of his mobile phone number the same as yours. <laughs> Get in touch now. Let us know what you reckon about this. People are still talking about it. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. And Bill Bailey, please play us out. It's the podcast has officially come to an end.